Hi, everybody. Um, I'm Meg. I'm a compulsive overeater, gratefully abstinent today. It's one day at a time. Um, and I chose to share a little bit of my story, then talk about the sixth step, the sixth tradition, and the sixth concept, because this is the sixth month. And um, I hope that's okay with everybody. <laughs> um, I've been a compulsive overeater all my life. Um, I was a big kid. I was like the tallest in my class in grade school, and I was picked on. I was solid, you know. Like, yes. Um, and I um, was teased. I was called Margaret the Target or Hershey Bar because um, I loved sweets, and um, I was shy and. I, I just went into um, doing schoolwork, so you know, to get away from all that being picked on, and um, and then I got mad at not being picked for teams. So then I started to get better at at um, sports and stuff, so that I could be maybe wanted to be on a team. <laughs> um, I. Food was always important in my family. Um, we were all big eaters. Um, and at the dinner table, um, I had an older brother and my mom and dad. And um, my older brother was um, emotionally unstable. So my parents were always on alert, uh, watching, making sure he didn't fly off the handle. And um, so there was tension at the table. My mom talked a lot, my brother talked a lot, my father got a word in edgewise, and I sensed there was something going on and didn't know what it was, and I ate. And um, so that's a big trigger for me even today, all my life. Um, if I sense that there's something going on that I don't know what it is, I wanna eat. It makes me hungry, I wanna eat. And um, we were big eaters. We always had seconds, thirds, fourths, and who wants to clean the platter? Um, and uh, we had a family saying uh, when we had company. Um, they, our parents would whisper, whisper in our ears, family hold back. And that meant don't eat everything before the guests have a chance to have some. And um, FH, well, they'd say FHB. They wouldn't even say family obey back. They'd say FHB. Um, uh, let's see. Um, I uh, all through high school, I was I was active, so I didn't get really obese, but I was still a big person. Um, and um, um, let's see. I can remember like in, when I was in, oh, in college, we went on a diet so that we could lose weight and be perfect for going to um, Florida for spring vacation. Um, I lost weight and then my parents were at a nearby town at a convention and I went to visit them and my dad took one look at me and he said, you're too thin. And uh, I took that to heart and I uh, went right to the buffet table. <laughs> um, I had a roommate in graduate school and um, on the way 
back from the university to home, I would stop at a convenience store and get something sweet to eat, and I would eat it all before I got there, got home. Um, I ate it all because I didn't want to share it with her, and I also um, didn't want to want her to know I had it. So I would hide the wrappers and put it in the bottom of the garbage, things to hide it, um, and. The, it was only like a two-minute drive from the convenience store home, and I ate it all on the way. Um, I uh, okay, so I, I gained most of my. I got to my obesity uh, when I was thirty. My dog had died. I was depressed, and I didn't know it. And I gained thirty pounds just without thinking. Um, so then I was a size twenty. How am I doing on time? Who's timing me? Carla? Um, you're not at five minutes yet. Oh, great. Okay. So um, I, I, uh, I was a size 22. I wore caftans. I, um, I, did, I, I, I was on all kinds of diets. My mom was a dieter. She taught me how to diet. I did all kinds of diets. I would lose the weight and gain it back plus. But when I got up to that heavy weight, I, um, I didn't, I, the diets weren't working. They were kind of backfiring and go on a diet and gain weight on it. Um, so I gave up. I said, okay, I'm going to be this size. And that was a good thing, accepting how I was. Um, but I, I did more diet things in my last diet program. Uh, the leader said, oh, wait, what, you know, well, 12-step programs were continuing what he was trying to teach. Thank you. I got to OA. Okay. So um, I, I found myself right back into the food, and I said, there's something wrong here. And I went to OA, got to a meeting, and I'm so grateful. It was uh, 30 years ago. Um, I've been absent from sugar. Uh, after a couple of months in OA, I, I found out that Sugar made me so depressed. I was suicidal, um, so I gave it up. And one day at a time, I've been able to be off sugar for 30 years, and it saved my life. I, I was in my mid-40s when I entered OA, and I was a crazy woman with my hormones going crazy. And with the sugar, my moods were off the chart, and my husband was sure, I was sure we wouldn't make it. He was too. Um, but we have um, 38 years um, or 37, something like yeah, 37 years married, and we're doing well even in this COVID time. Um, so I, I worked the steps and um, really grateful. I could not do it alone. Got a, a connection with a higher power, and um, just grateful, grateful, grateful. Um, uh, let's see, I wanted to talk about step six a little. Um, it's all about change, and I'm resistance to change. And I wrote something about change. I've got a whole bunch of things I wrote. Um, uh, I'm resi resistant to change. I, I adjust badly to changes. Transitions are hard for me. They're a big trigger. Transitions, I want to go eat. Any kind of transition. Coming home from, from being out with friends or 
coming home at night. That's the coming home from school and wanting to get to the refrigerator. Um, and change is good. I hate changes. I'm scared of changes. I have put. I have to push through. <laughs> make any changes. I dig my heels in when others push me to change. I'm usually glad when I finally do change. Change usually means going into the unknown, and that's scary. Change is usually from the, for the better, but it can be for the worse. There's a process to change, not usually a wave of a magic wand. Change is hard, can be frustrating, especially in discovering the old ways don't work anymore. After a change, I'm usually amazed at what took me so long and why was I so scared and resistant because after the change is made, it seems natural. And being in OA has been like a huge change. Um, uh, you know, from working the steps, I'm responsible for my behavior, my, my, um, um, yeah, anyway, I'm responsible for a lot of things. So um, step six is willingness, and I, I got to be willing. But it's also doing um, steps one, two, three on every defect. Um, and it's looking at what the defect does for me and to me. Um, that's very helpful. So that just the other day, I flew off the handle at my husband, and it was like a a rage came at me and I yelled at him and I just didn't know who that person was anymore. I used to do that, you know, but, uh, being angry and yelling at somebody was getting them to do what I wanted and it usually backfired, but I didn't take that into account. Um, and this time, you know, I just, I had to get out of the room and, and, you know, take a breath and say, where in the world did that come from? And, I'm so grateful that it did happen to know that it's um, still in me, but that, that it was such a shock is that I'm not acting that way all the time anymore, which is such a relief. Um, it, what it did for me was um, made me feel like I had some control. It also made me think that I was... Uh, um, what is it, uh, that I could get people to do, to see my way, do it my way, that I was right, and get a pat on back for all those whatevers, and, um, and what it does to me is to, okay, so it doesn't really work that way, because when I yell at my husband, he runs away and doesn't do anything <laughs> I want him to do, um, and also, um, what it does to me is to um, make me separate and um, um, and and that way I'm not able to get the help I need or be um, in relationship with folks. Thank you. And um, so. Um, I wanted to read the promise that's at the end of step six in our 12 and 12. Um, it says, 
From now on, we strive to keep ourselves entirely ready for any transformation our higher power wants to bring about in us. Having such an attitude, we cannot fail. We become wiser, saner, more effective people as we recover from the disease of compulsive eating. We find we can cope with both good times and bad times, learning and growing spiritually from each experience as our higher power intended us to do all along. It's a beautiful promise. Yeah, so um, there's also Partition um, um, 6 and Concept 6. They, they all have their um, spiritual principles that are go with them. Um, uh, tradition six, um, solidarity, so that um, we don't have any um, lend our name to any facilities, so we don't have problems of uh, money, property, and prestige um, to take us from away from our primary purpose. And um, so, um, so I avoid those problems in my relationship by, or in a way by not bringing any of those uh, outside issues into the meeting. Um, my, um, Let's see. And um, uh, oh, like in my relationship with my husband, I um, if we have differing opinion, we we or different interests, we keep those outside of the relationship. You know, well, I let him do what he wants. He, he lets me do what I want. Um, um, and I make sure I don't endorse anything in our name that he doesn't agree with. I just use my name. And, uh, and we don't have to uh, agree. Uh, we can work together on projects, but we don't have to agree on everything. So um, it's respecting other people that we have other interests and other um, and there's and we can put our energies into other things, but not for the program or not for the relationship. Um, and concept eight or six. Concept six is the world service. It's responsibility. So. We have solidarity, willingness, and responsibilities. So concept six is responsibility, like traditions six, seven is responsibility. Um, uh, the World Service Business Conference has entrusted the, the Board of Trustees with the primary responsibility of administration of Overeaters Anonymous. So uh, responsibility is also in, in our whole structure, like we give the intergroup responsibility to do things for all our groups as a whole and we give um, uh, the region intergroups give the region responsibility and regions give world service responsibility because because we can't do it all and we need others to represent us and so there's a trust that they'll do what we need 
what is in our best interest. That's the other thing is that all those groups, like inner group, is serving us, doing our will, not, not, um, it's not top down. It's a service position, a service structure that we have. And um, yeah, something else to say about concept. Six. Um, uh, and so I can trust my partner to do, to, if we agreed that we'll do different things, I can trust my partner to do his part and I'll do my part. And, um, and sometimes we have to do jobs we don't like. And um, luckily, there's some things that he's willing to do, like mop the floor, which I don't like doing. And I'm willing to clean the toilet, which he doesn't like doing. Thank you. So, um, um, let's see what I want to wrap up with. Um, I'm just really grateful to have the program to give me a, um, a roadmap of principles and uh, traditions, concepts, steps, ways of dealing with life that I didn't know about before. Um, I grew up with uh, my father saying, if you want, uh, it doesn't count unless you do it all yourself. And if you want something done right, you have to do it yourself. And uh, I've learned that I can't do it myself. I can't do it all myself. Uh, I'm a compulsive eater. I've got a disease. I need help. And um, um, and I can do what I can. I've done a lot of service on all levels of uh, OA, and I'm really grateful that I was able to do that. And I'm grateful to turn it over and let other people take it, take it on because I'm not the only one that knows how to do it or needs to do it. And it's a great service. I've learned so much how to be with people, work with people um, from doing service. And it's, uh, bedrock of my program. Um, it's also a way of me feeling part of. I was always an outsider and now I'm not because I'm just like all of you and so grateful to be able to do this service. Thank you so much.